Raiders fans. You can be here for live NFL action all season long. As the official ticket marketplace of the Las Vegas Raiders in the NFL, Ticketmaster is a wide selection of tickets so you never miss a single play. Whether you're cheering on the Raiders at home or away, find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com slash Raiders. You're listening to Upon Further Review, presented by Coors Light on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Here's your host, Eddie Pascal. Raider Nation, what is going on? Eddie Pascal, and we are back, 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 back at the Intermountain Health Performance Center. And thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us for another episode of Upon Further Review, brought to you by the good folks at Coors Light. And how about that, Raider Nation? 1-0, your Las Vegas Raiders. I will say with a bit of hesitation in my voice, your Las Vegas Raiders are sitting atop the AFC West right now at 1-0 since every other team in the division lost over the weekend or Thursday night in the case of the Kansas City Chiefs. But all the same, vibes are good in the Mountain Health Performance Center. The team is in West Virginia. We are here in the desert. But all the same, life is good. We are feeling good. And now we are looking ahead to week two of the NFL regular season, and we have so much to dive into. Yes, we got to talk a little bit about week one, the opener against the Denver Broncos. We have to look ahead to Buffalo. We have a lot of things to get to the college football game of the week. We got to crack a cold one. We got to break down everything that we've seen over the past week. But before we do that, oh, and I should say, strong episode today. We're going to be joined in just a little bit remotely from West Virginia, Marcus Epps one of the defensive backs for your Las Vegas Raiders, had a really nice debut, by the way, in silver and black the other day out there in Denver. But yes, we're going to break it all down with Marcus. We appreciate him coming to hang out with us. But, 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 before we do that, we got some bills to pay. So we begin, as we always do, with our transactions brought to you by Shift 4 Payments. So over the past couple days, the Raiders have been busy, 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 and they have made the following moves. The Las Vegas Raiders on September 8th placed cornerback Brandon Faison on the reserve injured list. The very next day on September 9th, they activated defensive end excuse me, Isaac Rochelle from the practice squad. And then the other day on September 11th, the Las Vegas Raiders signed defensive end Jordan Willis to the practice squad, released linebacker Isaac Darkangelo from the practice squad, and Isaac Rochelle, the aforementioned, reverted back to the practice squad. So we talk about it every week, uh, a few comings and goings at the bottom of the roster, things happening, you know, uh, continuing to, uh, to evolve, to matriculate, uh, and the roster, as they say, every single week is a living, breathing thing, and that was once again the case this week. But now, let us shift to the exciting part of this whole thing. Let us shift to what is making us all happy right now in this building. Your Las Vegas Raiders are 1-0. They took down the Denver Broncos 17-16 on the road to start off the 2023 campaign. And for me... When I look back at this game, right, uh, and you can do, go for the full deep dive, please uh, lock in with us on the fifth quarter. Our, our man, Rhett Lewis, from the NFL Network, hung out with me remotely. And, man, we had such a good time. Big shout-out to Rhett, by the way. But when I look back now, I've, after watching the game back again and having a chance to kind of marinate in it for a few days, what excites me the most about the way that the Raiders won is they didn't necessarily win pretty. I mean, you look at the, at the score, 17 to 16. This was not a high flying uh, offensive affair from either side of things. You know, you look at Jimmy Garoppolo, Jimmy finishes 20 of 26, 200 yards, two tutties, and an interception. QBR rating, or pass rating, I should say, 107.9. Raiders have a hard time getting things going on the ground. Uh, the Raiders, uh, 
defense really holds up in their end of the bargain. But all the same, not a pretty victory for your Las Vegas Raiders. But when I look back and I, and I kind of think about Raiders, I don't want to say teams, but Raiders games of yesteryear a little bit, even a year ago, it doesn't feel like the Raiders win an ugly game on the road in 2023, excuse me, 2022. It feels like this is one of those games, and as we got into the fourth quarter, chance to milk it, chance to run that clock down to triple zeros, you can't help but let those thoughts of, oh, man, what are we going to do? Three and out. You're going to give Russell Wilson, who I think surprised a lot of us with how well he played, uh, you're going to give him another chance to go out there and do his thing? That wasn't the case. The Raiders finished a game. And as I said, not a pretty game, but they finished a game. And I don't care about the style points. I really don't. You get 17 chances to go out there and do your thing. You got 17 chances to say, hey, this is who we are as a football team. What are we going to do with those opportunities? It doesn't matter if it's a perfect 75 and sunny. It doesn't matter if your quarterback's throwing for 500 yards. It doesn't matter if, if Devontae and all those guys are balling out doing their things and we're playing this beautiful, uh, fluid, uh, fantastic offensive game of, of football. Or if you grind it out, it ain't pretty. You're on the road in a really hostile environment and you come away with a W. That's all that matters. When we look back at the story of your 2023 Las Vegas Raiders, all we are going to see is week one against the Broncos and a W on the, uh, on the old schedule. And, and I think that when we look back, and really as we are recording this right now, and Jimmy Garoppolo headed to the podium uh, right now in, in West Virginia, but you know, when I look back at this game, I think the most encouraging thing for me is that the Raiders were able to get a result, and there is so much that they can improve on. You look at Josh Jacobs' day, 19 carries, 48 yards, averages just over, <clears throat> excuse me, just over two and a half carries, or excuse me, two and a half yards per carry, I should say. And that is not the Josh, <clears throat> excuse me, that we have come to expect, right? And I think it's important to remind ourselves that this is a dude who just walked into the building, call it now two and a half weeks ago, no offseason program, no training camp, and he was getting meaningful run, no pun intended, in the fourth quarter. Josh McDaniels in this offense trusted him enough. Josh Jacobs plays 80% of the offensive snaps and is playing meaningful football in the second half. And so Josh is out there doing his thing. Uh, and I think that the version of Josh Jacobs that we saw on Sunday is not the version that we're going to see this Sunday or week four or week eight. I think he is only going to get better and better and better and stronger and more comfortable back on the gridiron. And I cannot wait to see what he does over the next couple of weeks. But I think we look back, we, we look at the offense, everything that happened there. Jacoby Myers still in the protocol, concussion protocol as we record this. First multi-touchdown game of his career. Very exciting for him. Very exciting for this offense. But we shifted the defensive side of things. And that's where I was the most heartened, right? I think that's the, the right word. When you're not disheartened, you're heartened. This defense, and I think it's fair to say, coming into this season was the biggest question mark for the silver and black. We talked about it a ton. We talked about the offensive weapons. We talked about Jimmy G comfortable in Coach McDaniel's system. We talked about the return of Josh Jacobs, an offensive line that was gelling and was going to be, uh, in our hopes, better and better and better than a year ago. By the way, no sacks allowed for the big fellows up front. Shout out to them. But we had a lot of questions about the defense. We had a lot of things that we needed answered about them. And I am not here to sit, you know, sit in this chair looking ahead to week two and say, oh, all those questions have been answered. I'm not here to do that. But I think that we're on our way to getting some of those answers. 
Nate Hobbs, baller, leads the team in tackles, active around the football. Jacorian Bennett, rookie, gets the start on the outside. Yeah, there were moments that he would like back. We talk about two uh, two pass interferences uh, throughout the course of the game, really on one series. But a guy who stands up in the big moments, makes an open field tackle. The pass rush, Max Crosby, as advertised, color me shocked there. But I think for me, when you look in the biggest moments for this team last Sunday at, at Mile High, the defense held up. And as crazy as it sounds, the defense gave the offense a chance to go out there and win that football game. They gave Jimmy G, uh, with just over five minutes left in, in regulation, a chance to go out there and milk the game. Put it on ice, Jimmy. And that is exactly what he did, getting out, using his legs. We see the excited celebration. We see the emotion from number 10. And, man, it was a beautiful thing. And at the end of it all, Raiders are 1-0 in West Virginia right now, getting ready to take on the Buffalo Bills this upcoming Sunday. And remember, since the uh, the team is on the East Coast, we do have that early slot. So the Raiders are going to play at 10 o'clock. Wake up bright and early with this Raider Nation because it is going to be a really, really fun game. A Bills team now coming off of a heartbreaking loss on Monday Night Football. And you got you, I guarantee you this, those guys are going to be ready to rock. It's their home opener. They are going to have the juices flowing. The confidence is going to be there. The vibes are going to be immaculate in upstate New York that day. So the Raiders got to bring their A game. They have got to bring their A game to go travel east. We hear all the time about what a challenge it is for teams on the, in the Pacific time zone to travel east. Well, the Raiders have alleviated some of that. They're in West Virginia now. They're going to travel this weekend up to upstate New York to get ready to take, take on Josh Allen and the Bills, and it is going to be a lot of fun. And one guy that is going to have his hands full, along with the other 11 defenders on the silver and black, is Marcus Epps. Man, because you go against a guy like Josh Allen, a guy who's big, strong, physical, one of the biggest arms in the NFL, but also one of the biggest, most physical running quarterbacks in the NFL. No easy task for any of the guys on the defense on, uh, on Patrick Graham's unit. But man, we are excited to hang out with Marcus Epps, to chat with him. We break it all down. We talk a little bit of week one. We talk about a little week two. We look ahead to what the... Uh, what this defense can be, and and excuse me, and Marcus's uh, and some of Marcus's, I should say, uh, impressions of the young guys on this Raiders defense. So, without further ado, sit back, relax, and enjoy our conversation with Marcus Epps. And we're very, very excited to be joined by our guy Marcus Epps, all the way from West Virginia. And Marcus, let's begin here, my friend. We were talking a second ago. How is life in beautiful West Virginia on September fourteenth? Oh, it's been smooth. I mean, you know, we know we're here for one reason, um, and that's to come out here and, and win this game. So, you know, everybody's focused, and we're working toward that, that weekly goal. You know, you look back at Sunday against the Broncos, and you don't come off the field, right? You play every single defensive snap. And, and I'm curious how you feel on a Monday, right, knowing that a lot of the, the big dogs, a lot of the starters don't play a ton during the preseason. So when you wake up on Monday morning, I'm sure you feel a little bit better because you guys get a W, but how does the body feel? Yeah, pretty sore. I mean, I, I feel like usually that's the case, especially after after week one, um, body kind of adjusting to that still. But, you know, that's why you got to take the time Monday and Tuesday and every day of the week, really make sure you're recovering and, and getting your body right for the next week. You know, and, and there's a handful of guys on the defensive side of the football that don't come off the field against the Broncos, Jacorian Bennett being one of them. I mean, how impressive is it for a rookie, a dude who was playing college football eight months ago to go wire to wire in his first NFL game? 
Yeah, it's very impressive. I mean, JB, he's been doing a great job since he got here. You know, he's locked in. He's a smart player, um, very talented. So, you know, we got the utmost faith, faith and trust in him. And, you know, he's been doing a real good job for us so far. You know, you look at Jacorian and, and he has a few of the, those PIs, but comes back in some of those big moments, bounces back, has some really big open field tackles in that fourth quarter. I mean, how do you, you know, what do you say to a guy like that in kind of the midst of, of a game and say, hey, keep your head up because we're going to need you later on. Uh, and at the end of the game, that you ultimately did. Yeah, for sure. You just all it's just all of us, you know, standing in his ear, um, making sure he knows that uh that he's good, you know, we got his back, he's gonna bounce back. But, you know, J B he's very he's very poised, he's very mature for, for his age and you know, it, it wasn't ever a time in that game where I felt like he, you know, panicked or was out of it. You know, he stayed locked in the whole time and did a great job for us. You know, we look ahead now to Buffalo where you guys will be in a few days taking on Josh, Josh Allen, one of the premier quarterbacks in the NFL, a dude who gets out, uses those long legs of his, is very athletic, uh, able to kind of extend the play, similar to the guy that you guys saw on, uh, on Sunday and Russell Wilson. And obviously they do it a little bit differently. But from a defensive back point of view, is there any type of uh, lessons learned that you can take from week one with a guy who likes to move like Russ and then apply him this week to Josh Allen? Uh, yeah, it's just knowing you got to respect the deep part of the field. Um, you know, we you know they like to take their shots, and you know we know what he can do with his legs. So we got to be ready to plaster um, for scramble drills as well. But I mean, you know, Josh is a great player. Um, like you said, one of the best in the league. So it's going to take a uh, our best game for to beat this team, real good team. So. You know, I, I imagine, too, for the DBs on the back end, knowing at some point, hey, I might have to make a tackle against this big, bad quarterback, Josh Allen. I mean, is that is that a hard thing? Is, I imagine he's one of the harder quarterbacks to take down in the league. Yeah, you know, he uh, just treat him like a running back is what it is because that's, that's really what it is when he runs. He's very dynamic with the ball in his hands, so you got to just treat him like a running back. You know, we look at this Bills offense in general, such a dynamic group, a group that has so many talented playmakers. But that conversation's obviously got to start with Stephon Diggs, a dude who's been doing this at a, at a high level for a really long time. When you look at him, what about his game makes him so effective? Um, I mean, he could do it all. He's a very good route runner, has very good hands. Um, he's explosive. Um, does a good job with the ball in his hands. So, you know, we, we know what we have to have to do, and we have to know where he is he's at at all times and um, it's going to take us executing to, to defend it. You know, we, we look back to Sunday real quick and, and, you know, coming into week one, obviously so many questions, but for a defense with so many new faces, yourself included, does it set a nice tone for that group as a whole to have the type of game that you guys did against the Broncos? Certainly not, the, not a perfect game by any stretch, but a really, you know, a, a quality game against a quality opponent on the road. Yeah, I mean, it definitely, you know, watching the film, we could see what we can be as a defense, but we could also see the things that we messed up on. So um, it's good to see the things we executed on, and it's also good for us to learn those lessons and know that, hey, if we execute like this all the time, we're going to be a pretty tough defense. So, you know, it's just about continuing to work, continuing to get better. Well, hey, man, we appreciate you. Best of luck this upcoming Sunday. Can't wait to see you and, and the rest of the guys back here in Las Vegas. But safe travels up to Buffalo, uh, safe travels back home, and good luck on Sunday. All right, brother? Yes, sir. Thank you. Appreciate it. You have a good one. Raiders fans, you can be here for live NFL action all season long. As the official ticket marketplace of the Las Vegas Raiders in the NFL, Ticketmaster is a wide selection of tickets so you never miss a single play. Whether you're cheering on the Raiders at home or away, find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com Raiders. 
And a big shout out to Marcus for coming to hang out with us. And also a, a you know quick behind the scenes shout out for our video crew down there in West Virginia. Connor and Sam are guys rocking and rolling, uh, doing a million different jobs. And we appreciate them really doing everything for us this week while the team is out in West Virginia. Big shout out to those guys, the guys who never get enough uh, love or recognition. We appreciate them so immensely. So big shout out to Connor and Sam. But before we look ahead to the Buffalo Bills game, uh, we have to do what is becoming one of my favorite little segments of this fair program during the regular season. Your Las Vegas Raiders college football matchup of the week. And this week, it took me a while to find one. I had to go kind of deep in the archives as I, as I pull up the calendar. And I'm going game by game by game by game. Oh, who's playing? What two teams are playing? Et cetera, et cetera. I finally got one. So this week, your Raiders college football matchup of the week, Michigan State-Washington. That's 2 o'clock kickoff this upcoming Saturday. A showdown between the Brian Hoyer-Michigan State Spartans and the Marcus Peters-Washington Huskies. Now, this is an interesting one for me because as everyone knows who listens to this show, I'm a big Pac-12 guy. Love the Pac-12. Could not be happier that they are having this moment in the sun before the big serious questions about the state of the conference uh, will come to fruition, you know, really likely in the next couple months. But all the same, Michigan State, Big Ten team. Oregon, my alma mater, joining the Big Ten. What am I to do? What am I to do? And I'll tell you this. As a proud Oregon duck, I cannot, in my heart of hearts, root ever for the Washington Huskies. So let's go, Brian Hoyer. Let's go, Michigan State. Kickoff is at 2 o'clock, and I will be, uh, I will be keeping an eye on that rooting for the, uh, for the mighty Spartans as they do their thing. But we now shift to Week 2. Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills, one of the best environments, home environments, I should say, in the NFL when the Raiders head to upstate New York to take on the Buffalo Bills. And I was looking and kind of going through like my initial two cents on this game, right? Trying to put my thoughts together because, you know, we're going to segue now into the Raiders will win if. And I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about what worked for the Raiders on Sunday. A lot of things worked. You don't win a game on the road in the NFL unless a lot of things are working. Jacoby Myers, working. Unfortunately, the concussion protocols, you record this, time will tell if he's able to rock on Sunday. Devontae Adams, working. Offensive line, working. Defensive, or defense as a whole, Absolutely working. And I'm thinking, what do the Raiders need to do? What do they need to get better at if they want to go and win a second game on the road? Win back-to-back games on the road to start the season. And I kept coming back to this one thing. The Raiders are going to win, or the Raiders will win on Sunday, if they do all those things that they did in... Right, my, my friend Marcus just walks by and makes me laugh. But the Raiders will win on Sunday if they do all the things that they did on uh, week one against the Broncos. But if they do it a little bit cleaner. Because I look back at the stat sheet, and again, I've, I've rewatched the game. Ten penalties. Ooh, ten penalties. Double-digit penalties for your Las Vegas Raiders. And still they somehow figured out a way to beat Russell Wilson and the Broncos. I just, in my heart of hearts, have a hard time seeing them being able to replicate that type of performance in terms of the penalties and being able to take down a really, really good Buffalo Bills team. So the Raiders will win on Sunday if they play the type of game that they did in week one because we know what translates on the road. You run the ball. You keep your quarterback clean. 
you make uh, make the most of your opportunities on defense, and you play clean on special teams. That translates. It doesn't matter if it's you know September, January. It doesn't matter if you're inside, outside. That's what travels well. But if the Raiders can do it and be clean about it, clean up those penalties, clean up some of those pass interferences, clean up some of those illegal formations, the holdings, the, I don't want to say shooting yourself in the foot because ultimately the Raiders ended up winning that game on Sunday in Denver, but be a little bit more purposeful in that portion of the game. And if they can do that, if they can do what they did a week ago, but just do it to the oomph degree a little, uh, a little more precisely, I like the Raiders' chances. But you got to play clean against a really, really good Buffalo Bills squad that I told you at the top is going to be ready to go. You know, especially considering how that game ended Monday night against the Jets, they are going to be ready to go. I promise you that. But we're almost ready to go, too. We got a lot going on this week, man. It's been, it's been busy. I tell everyone, I tell my buddies all the time, there is such a fun, unique energy in an NFL facility after you win. And obviously this one's a little different because the team isn't physically here, but you walk into this building, especially on a victory Monday, and you can feel that enthusiasm. You can feel that excitement. When you're walking around the halls, when you're going to have meetings with people, you just feel the buzz. And it is so much fun because that is exactly the buzz that we are feeling right now in this building. And I'm hoping the the Silver and Black can do their thing, go 2-0. But we got to get out of here. But before we do... We got to crack an ice cold brew. Chacho, it's time to crack a cold one. Uh, and I'm going to crack a cold one this week. Um, obviously, September 11th occurs earlier uh, earlier in the week on, on Monday. And it got me th- thinking about a lot of stuff. But I- I'm going to crack this cold one for all of our firefighters out there. I was thinking about them a lot over the past couple of days. Obviously, the, the, the fire department in New York. But I was just thinking in general about firefighters and the really pivotal role that they play uh, in keeping all of us safe, right? I know we think about a lot of them. We think of them in the sense of, hey, there is a physical fire. I need someone to put it out. But you also see them out there doing their thing, providing emergency services for car crashes, uh, you know, folks that have, uh, you know, emergencies at home. You know, I think a lot about, you know, Older folks that necessarily aren't as mobile or as uh, able to, you know, able-bodied as maybe they were. And, you know, if, if something happens and you need help or you've fallen down, like, you know who gets that call? is the fire department. And no, it's not a fire, but it, they are there to help, to aid, uh, regardless of, of, of where you're, you're, you're kind of lot in life. And so I've been thinking about those guys and gals a lot. So big shout out. We're cracking a cold one this week for... All of our firefighters out there, appreciate every single one of you and what you do. And uh, yeah, this ice cold Coors Light is for all of y'all. But uh, quick programming note on our way out. We are back with the fifth quarter as per usual, as is tradition. But this week, we are welcoming back our guy, Jason Fitz. Fitzy back in the mix after a week uh, a week hiatus working his real job. But we could not be more excited that Fitz is going to be back in the mix with us. And as I said a few weeks ago, He's going to be rocking and rolling with us every other week throughout the regular season, beginning this upcoming Sunday. Friendly reminder, early kickoff Raider Nation. We're in that 10 o'clock window, so make sure you get your sleep Saturday night. Wake up, have a breakfast burrito with us, maybe get some croissants. Whatever your breakfast food of choice is, a little OJ, a little mimosa maybe, who knows if you're of age, but do it Make sure you're up early. We are going to have a blast. I am one of those rare people that loves that early window on Sunday because you just get up and you get to get up and you get to play the game. 
You're not sitting around. You're not waiting. You wake up. You say, hey, it's game time. Let's do our thing. And let's, fingers crossed, start off our, our Sunday the right way. It is going to be so much fun. Make sure you're rocking with us. And uh, we will talk to you in the fifth quarter, Eddie and Fitz, after the game. So for Eddie Pascal, our guest this week, Marcus Epps, big shout out to our PR staff. And as I said, big shout out to our camera folks down there in West Virginia, making sure that we are getting all that content for you guys. And a big shout out to everyone else in Silver and Black Productions who helps get our little program from A to Z. We thank you, thank you, thank you. And we will see you next week, same time, same place, as we look ahead to the home opener for your Las Vegas Raiders on Upon Further Review. Thanks for listening to this edition of Upon Further Review, presented by Coors Light on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Raiders fans, you can be here for live NFL action all season long. As the official ticket marketplace of the Las Vegas Raiders and the NFL, Ticketmaster is a wide selection of tickets so you never miss a single play. Whether you're cheering on the Raiders at home or away, find tickets today at Ticketmaster.com Raiders. Feel the pulse of the city. Feel the beat of the drum. Feel the bass blow your hair. In Las Vegas, live music delivers much more than sound. It's where music comes alive. With artists like Megan Thee Stallion, Maroon 5, Carrie Underwood, Shania Twain, Babyface, Lionel Richie, and many more. Every show is a playground for your senses. See the full summer lineup at visitlasvegas.com.